0: going to be a lot of snow. I'm like, I rebuke it. Like, I, I just left all that. But guess what? It feels good in the house of the Lord this morning. Regardless of how it feels outside, it feels good in the house of the Lord. We're gonna enter into a time of worship this morning, but we wanna prepare our hearts, prepare our minds. So we're coming into the, into the presence of the Lord with a pure heart and a pure mind. So we're gonna, I'm gonna, we're gonna pray and ask God to, to forgive us this morning. We're gonna pray a prayer of repentance before we get started this morning and just ask God to have His way. Lord, we worship you. We give you glory and honor this morning. Lord, we're so thankful for the opportunity that we have to gather together in your name. God, I pray that you would search my heart, that you would search my mind and my soul this morning. God, that you would cleanse me, God, of all unrighteousness. Anything in my heart and my mind that would separate me from you, God, I pray that you would would wash it away, any sin of omission, any sin of commission, God. Forgive me this morning, God. Help me to come into your presence with a pure heart, God, a pure mind, to lift up holy hands, God, to worship you and give you praise. God, we worship you and we give you praise. Let's praise him this morning. God, we worship you. We glorify your name, Jesus. that's your desire this morning i just want to be in your presence god hallelujah he said we're two or three gather together in my name there i am in the midst of you oh he inhabits the praises of his people this morning oh we got a little bit of time to lift up the name of the lord oh
1: hallelujah oh we worship your name jesus god we glorify
2: you
0: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We have several prayer requests this morning. You need to remember Hunter Alred. He has a uh, special unspoken need. Andrew Carpenter, who's in need of healing. We need to remember uh, Sister Lois Albert, who was taken to the hospital for some, some testing to be done. I remember her. Continue to pray for Sonny Albert. Uh, continue to remember their granddaughter, Laura. Was taken to the hospital last weekend. Jackie Lilly, we need to remember her. Dorothy and Richard Ceretti, who are out sick, still, we need to re- keep praying for them. Um, Jackie Lilly, remember her. Keep, continue to pray for Logan and Sarah. They both had their surgeries this week, and Sarah, it's good to see you this morning. Continue to pray that God would continue to touch them through their recovery. I will keep his hand on them. Is there anyone else this morning by the uplifted hand that you would raise your hand and just say, I have a need? We serve a God who knows and he's able to answer. He hears each and every prayer that we pray. We need to remember that. Yes. If you have a need in your body this morning, we ask that you would come forward at this time. We're going to pray and anoint you and believe God with you that he is going to do a work in your situation. Let's take these knees before the Lord. God, we worship you. God, we come before you this morning with many needs. God, we know that there is nothing that is too hard for you. God, we pray for Hunter Alred, who has a special unspoken need. God, I pray, Lord, that you would touch this situation. God, you know what's going on, and you're able to minister exactly, Lord, to this situation, to the need. We pray for Andrew Carpenter, who's in need of a healing, God, that you would touch him. God, whatever the healing may be, Lord, we know that you're able to do exceeding and abundantly, God. Do a work in Jesus' name. Uh, We pray for Lois and and Sonny Albert, Lord, that you can continue to pray for them and continue to touch them and heal them, Lord. Uh, For Sister Albert, as she's went to the hospital. God, you know the situation that she's facing, and we ask, God, that you would do a work in her life. Lord, we pray for Laura. This, the Albert's granddaughter, Lord, who was taken to the hospital last weekend. God, that you continue to keep your hand on her life. God, that you continue to provide answers and provide healing in that situation. We pray for Chad Campbell. God, that you would touch him, Lord, that you touch his body, God, that you touch his heart, his mind, his spirit. God, that you would restore him in the name of Jesus. God, we pray for Jackie Lilly. God, to keep your hand on her life, Lord. Bring a healing that she needs, Jesus, for... For the Serrettis, God, we pray that you would continue to help them to have a full recovery. God, heal their bodies. God, give them strength in their bodies. In Jesus' name, we pray for Logan and Sarah, Lord, as they recover from their surgeries. Lord, we pray that you would give them strength, God, in their bodies, that you would strengthen their, not only their bodies, but strengthen their minds, strengthen their spirit, God. God, we bring all these needs before you this, this morning, Lord, knowing that Lord, that you are more than able, that you are faithful. God, that you hear each and every prayer that we cry. God, and that your ear is inclined to us, Lord. God, we worship you and we give you praise in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We worship your name, Jesus. And oh, we glorify your name.
3: Oh,
1: because of who you are. Oh, I give you praise, Lord. Because of who you are, I will lift my voice and say, Lord, I worship you because of who you are. Lord, I worship you because of who you are. Because of who you are, I give you Oh, because of who you are, Lord. Because of who you are, I give you praise. Because of who you are, I will lift my voice and say, Lord, I worship you because of who you
2: are,
1: Lord, I worship you because of who you are, Jehovah Jireh, my provider.
3: Jehovah D.C., Lord, you raise Shiloh, you are my Prince of
1: Peace, and I worship you because of who
3: you are. Lord Jehovah Jireh,
0: you're my provider, Lord Jehovah Nisi,
1: Lord you reign in victory.
0: Jehovah Shalom. Jehovah Shalom, you're my Prince, you my Prince of
2: Peace,
0: and
1: I worship you, and I worship you, because of who you are, because of who you are, I give you glory, oh hallelujah. Because of who you are, I give you praise. Oh, because of who you are. Because of who oh, you I, are. I will lift my voice. I
3: lift my voice and say, oh, I will Lord, worship you, Lord. Because of who you are, Lord.
1: Lord, I worship you because of who you because are. Jehovah-Jireh, you're my provider. Jehovah-Nissi, Lord, you reign in victory. Jehovah-Shiloh, you are my Prince of Peace. And I worship you because of who you are.
3: Jehovah Jireh,
0: Oh Jehovah
1: Jireh,
0: my You are my provider, Lord.
3: Jehovah,
0: God, You reign in
3: victory. Lord, you reign in victory, Jehovah Shalom. You are my Prince of Peace,
1: and I worship You because of who You are. we worship you.
0: Hallelujah. Let's lift our hands this morning. God, we worship you. Lord, not because of what you've done, not because of what you're going to do, but because of who you are, God, but because you are sovereign, Lord. Lord, because you first love me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We're going to take up our Sunday morning tithes and offerings. If we can have our affirmation statement. Upon the authority of your word, I have given and shall be given to me, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. I am a tither, I bring my tithe today into your storehouse. Therefore, the enemy is rebuked, the curse is broken. I live under an open heaven. You pour out upon me such a blessing that there is not enough room to receive it. We receive jobs and better jobs, raises and bonuses, sales and commissions, benefits and settlements, estates and inheritances, interest and income, rebates and return, checks in the mail, gifts and surprises, bills paid off, debts demolished, royalties received. My whole family saved and walking with God, blessed to walk in health and abundance with divine favor. I'm blessed going in. I am blessed going out. All that I do will prosper in Jesus' name. Brother Wagner, would you pray? Amen. Give as God has blessed you this morning.
4: Are you here to worship? I said, are you here to worship?
5: I think we ought to sing it again. Amen. Oh,
4: I'm here. Sing it. Hallelujah. I'm here. worship. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here to worship.
3: I'm here.
4: I'm here. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I'm here, I'm here to worship. I'm here, here. I'm here to worship. I'm here, here, I'm here, here to, worship. to worship you. Ain't no rock, ain't, ain't no rock, rock gonna, gonna take my place. my place. Ain't no rock, rock gonna, gonna take my place. place. I'm, I'm, here. I'm here, I'm here to, to worship. to take my
5: Hallelujah. 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 Isn't God good? I said, isn't God good? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a great God we serve. He is everything we need when we need it. And you say, amen. Praise the Lord. You may be seated. Amen. I have wondered if, when the scripture says that Jesus said, "If these hold their peace, the rocks will cry out." Amen. I, w- I have wondered if the the shaking, the movement of the earth, uh, earthquakes, and uh, the things that causes nature to make sound, if that's not a praise and a uh, worship somehow nature recognizing the significance of the one that created it in the first place for worship has motion worship has sound amen uh, i know that the the uh, jewish form of worship if you ever and i showed somebody this recently Uh, You can just go to YouTube and you can find uh, uh, the Wailing Wall and you can look at a video and you will see uh, Jewish men there and they're praying and they, they never stand still, but they're in motion as they as they pray. Amen. Because in the presence of the almighty, when you're talking to him, you cannot sit still. You've got to do something. Amen. And so they're in motion as they pray, but the world is in motion. Amen. There's something taking place. There's something magnificent that's happening. Jesus said that before his return at the, uh, the end, uh, the Bible says that earthquakes would be in diverse places. You know, there has always been earthquakes. There has always been. There was an earthquake when Jesus died on the cross, the earth shook. Uh, there was an earthquake. You can find earthquakes evidenced through the scripture. But uh, I don't know how science knows. I don't know how they can uh, look back in time and recognize it, but they say from the time of Christ till the year of 1900, they know how many earthquakes there was. But in the next 100 years, from 1900 to the year 2000, there were that many more Within a hundred year period. In other words, the earth is shaking. Amen. The earth is shaking. The, Jesus said earthquakes would be in divers place. I think the earth is trying to say he's about to come. Amen. He's about to show up. And uh, I believe the church is saying that too. And we're making noise as we worship him. I don't want any rock to take my place. Can you say Amen. Oh, hallelujah, I don't want any rock to take my place. Oh, what a great God we serve. It is so good to be in the house of the Lord with you. Amen. With you, each of you that are here today, thank you so much for being with us. And I heard just before service uh, something just uh, I think it is wonderful, and uh, uh, Brother Lotes Sr., Is having a birthday today. I think we need to give him a hand. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Happy birthday, my friend. God bless you. Happy birthday. What a great God. Turn to your neighbor and say, I'm so glad you're here today. Would you do that? Praise God. Praise God. Turn to your other neighbor and say, I'm so glad that you are sitting by me. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen to God. Amen to God. What a great God. What a great God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you would, I would like you to stand with me, amen, and uh, take your Bibles this morning. <clears throat> Turn with me to the book of Second Kings chapter 7 and verses 1 through verse 6, 2 Kings chapter 7 and verse 1 through verse 6. Amen. Then Elisha said, hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord, tomorrow about this time shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel and two measures of barley for a shekel in the gate of Samaria. Then a Lord, on whose hand the king leaned, answered the man of God and said, Behold, if the Lord would make windows in heaven, might this thing be? And he said, Behold, thou shalt see it with thine eyes, but shall not eat thereof. And There were four leprous men at the entering in of the gate, and they said one to another, Why sit we here until we die? If we say we will enter into the city, then the famine is in the city, and we shall die there. And if we sit still here, we die also. Now, therefore, come. Let us fall into the host of the Syrians. If they save us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, We shall but die. And they rose up in the twilight to go into the camp of the Syrians. And when they were come to the uttermost part of the camp of Syria, behold, there was no man there. For the Lord had made the host of the Syrians to hear a noise of chariots and a noise of horses, even the noise of a great host and they said one to another lo the king of israel hath hired against us the kings of the hittites and the kings of the egyptians to come up on us i would like you to go to first kings first kings chapter 18 verse 41 Amen. Verse 41. There's other verses here in this passage that I will share with you later, but I want to read just verse 41. And Elijah said unto Ahab, Get thee up, eat and drink, for there is a sound of abundance of rain. I want to preach this morning. I hear a sound. I hear a sound. Lord, I thank you for the word. Talk to us this morning. Speak into our lives, our hearts. Give us hearts to receive what you have for us today. Ears to hear. We ask in Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I uh, I love the Word of God, and there are certain stories that just stand at the top of the list of holding my attention and my interest. One of those is 2 Kings chapter 7. It seems that the host of the Syrians had come in and they had caused great distress upon the people of God. Elisha was there. Uh, Ahab was there. Uh, there was uh, uh, the the king uh, was there. And uh, his people, and there was great famine. Now, the scripture lets us know that... Uh, uh, this famine that had been in the land was man made it was something that was created due to uh, the Syrians cutting off the supply chain of food in the city and and so the scripture uh, tells us that uh, uh, in all this distress when when uh uh there is great problems and and uh, uh you get a picture of the city it is a normal city uh, by any means but in this particular culture there was uh the trickle down effect of food those who had much gave to those who had less. And the point being made is lepers were the bottom of the food chain. They were the ones that uh, they couldn't they couldn't go and uh work a regular job. Uh, they were dependent upon the uh generosity of the abundance of others. <clears throat> and so they would they would beg uh they would uh, they could not enter the city because of their condition of health leprosy was very contagious and so it was they were be quarantined for the duration of their leprosy and many of them for the remainder of their life and so even in the time of Christ when lepers were seen they would cry out uh, as they were instructed by the uh, the scripture, you know, that they had to identify themselves. And uh, uh, they say that they would say, uh, unclean, unclean, and people knew to stay away. And so uh, you find the ten lepers in the New Testament uh, when Jesus met them uh, and they knew that they were uh, with leprosy. Uh, and Jesus knew it, Uh, they cried out to him. uh, And the Lord said, go show yourself to the priest. They didn't come directly to Jesus uh, face to face at that point. But the Bible says as they went, they were healed. And there was a one of them that turned and came back. And when he came back, he fell on his face and he worshipped and thanked the Lord. And the Lord said, "Were not there ten? Where are the other nine. And uh, he sent him away and says, "Thy faith hath made thee whole." And I love that story. But these in for Second Kings chapter seven, the Bible lets us know that these these lepers, uh, there were four of them, and they were at the entering in of the gate. They sat at the gate. And they said, why sit we here until we die? Why were they going to die if they sit there? Because the food had stopped coming. There was no food in the city. There was nothing for them to eat. Have you ever felt like I'm just at the end of the rope and there's nothing else coming? And what am I going to do? And so they were just at this point. And they begin to reason. I'm going to tell you, sometimes God gives you your brain for a reason. <laughs> and you need to think sometimes. And, and uh, they begin to reason with each other. And they said, why sit we here until we die? Why sit we here until we die? Uh, if we say we will enter into the city... The famine is in the city, and we'll die there. And if we sit still here, we're going to die here also. (laughs) I mean, they said, this is just reality, boys. There's not much hope for us. This is the end of the road for us. Now, at that point... If you're at the place to where you say there's nothing else, that's exactly where the enemy comes in and he says there's no hope for you. But in this case, they said, you know what? If there's any hope out there, I'm going to reach for it with all I've got because I don't plan on dying without an effort to live. And so the Bible says that, uh, uh, you, you know, here's the thing. They decided to take a risk. You're going to die. But what about if we go to the Syrians? The ones who have besieged the city. Let us fall into the host of the Syrians And if they save us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall but die. I'm going to tell you, you get the feeling of desperation here. I see the desperation in all this story. And and they rose up in the twilight to go into the camp of the Syrians. And when they were come to the uttermost part of the camp of Syria. Behold, there was no man there. So here they are thinking, I'm a little nervous about this, but it's die or live. I'm at that point where I'm desperate. I've got to have an answer. And I don't plan on dying out there. And if I die in here, at least I'm trying. I'm going to tell you, that's, I believe, where God wants some of you to get. You got to get to a place where you're so desperate. Do you recall the story in the scripture, the parable, we call it, of the prodigal son? The Bible, Jesus called referred to him as the lost. Amen. It's the three parables of lost that is in Luke 15. When you find him, the Bible says, and when he came to himself, when he came to himself. Uh, You know what happened to him? I think he got desperate. Uh, I think he said, what am I doing in this pig pen? Uh, Why am I messed up? Uh, Why am I in such a situation? Uh, I think I'm going to go and I'm going to take a risk. Uh, I'm going to take a chance on my father's love. Uh, I'm going to go and I'm going to find the help I need. I'll be a servant. Uh, I'll do whatever I have to do, but I don't want to die out here. Uh, I want to have something he says I could eat the stuff that pigs eat and I'm so hungry I have a friend that used to say he said when I fast he says I get so hungry I can smell the beans in the can I'm going to tell you you can get so hungry sometimes you just feel like I've got to have something Amen. These lepers were desperate. And the Bible says that when they came to the camp, there was no man there. Now, I tell you, I don't know when it was they found out. I don't know if they knew it immediately or what it was. The Bible tells us, though, what happened. The Bible says, for the Lord had made the host of the Syrians to hear a noise of chariots and a noise of horses, even the noise of a great host. The Lord had made the host of the Syrians to hear a noise. And they said one to another, Lo, the king of Israel hath hired against us the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to come upon us. Now, I'm going to tell you, um, the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians was not, Coming upon them. But that's what happens when fear gets a hold of you, whether it's the enemy getting fear or you getting fear. When you've got fear, your imagination goes out of control. And you begin to think, oh, this pain. Oh, this trouble. Oh, what's wrong with me? I'm about to die. Oh, help me. Hey, Amen. You know what that is? That's the sound of fear. That that you hear, but oh, there was something else that had gotten a hold of them, amen. What they were hearing, I believe, was the angel of the Lord, amen. The angels that were coming, there was something that was gonna drive out the enemy, and all it had to do was just let there be a sound, let there be a sound. I said, Let there be a sound, hallelujah. And when that sound took place, the enemy fled and they ran away. Is anybody hearing me this morning? I want you to know you ought to be taking a risk on God. Amen. If you're in a desperate situation, you don't need to sit there until you waste away in that and lose everything. You ought to say, I'm going to take a risk on God. I'm going to do what God wants. I want him to bless.
4: Hallelujah.
5: When you take a risk on God, he'll take care of you. Amen. 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 I read to you in 1st Kings chapter 18. I read there in verse 41 and Elijah said unto Ahab, "Get thee up and drink for there is a sound." Now the scripture lets us know in 1st Kings chapter 18 when you read this you find that there was a situation that had happened and and uh, uh there was a also a famine but this was not a necessarily a man-made famine it was caused by sin i understand that <clears throat> but god had let it be and the scripture says that elijah had showed up and announced there would be no rain Accepted my word. And he left. And they ignored it. Because if everything is lush and the ponds are full and the rivers are flowing. It takes a while to dry up the source. But after a while, the ponds got low. The rivers got low. The grass dried up. The cows are seeking something to eat and then the people are beginning to, uh, the grocery store shelves run dry and, and, uh, it, it, that's just in a few months, but look, it went on for a year and it went on for two years. And went on for three years. They're desperate. They're looking for Elijah. Show up, old man. I want to talk to you. You're causing us problem. The problem wasn't what he said. The problem was what they were. And there was a purpose in it. The Lord was going to say, you're going to change. You're going to change, Amen. Because I believe there's going to be an opportunity for you to change. You're going to make up your mind what is right. Oh, I feel like preaching this morning. And finally, three and a half years into it, Elijah is found. Actually, he shows up because they couldn't find him. And when he shows up, and and he says, "You go tell, you go tell Ahab," and the fellow that was taking the word he was like please I don't want to get in trouble over this you make sure you're here he said I want to be here and when Ahab comes out Ahab begins to chew him out the prophet you're causing us problems he says I'm not the ones that's called the problem you're the one that's causing the problem and he challenged the prophets of Baal that's what it amounted to they had been worshipping the God of Baal And Baal has no ability. Baal just, uh, uh, you know what Baal does? Uh, He jumps on board uh, the gravy train that God uh, has provided uh, and claims it for himself. Uh, But now, uh, look what the Lord is doing. Uh, He says, I'll dry that up, uh, and you're going to find out what the real God is. We're living in a messed up world. I don't know if you followed any of the news this week, but we're living in a messed up world. Who would have thought that in Iowa, in the state capitol, they would allow some display at Christmas time of satanic worship as if to celebrate Christmas with Satan. I'm telling you, we're living in a messed up world. Is somebody with me? There's more than that. There is such uh, profane, vile things uh, that are coming into the news that's happening in D.C. Uh, in, our, in our nation's capital. Uh, and I'm seeing these things uh, and I'm thinking, oh Lord, uh, help us. Uh, the world has forgot that there is a God that made us uh, and blessed our nation uh, and now they're turning to other gods. Uh, listen friend, if you don't wake up on your own, uh, there's going to be a day when you're going to wake up but God is going to allow us an opportunity amen to face the challenge and the challenge was given by by Elijah he said you meet me on Mount Carmel bring your prophets and we'll beach build an altar and the God that answers by fire that's the God we'll serve and the Bible says they met and the prophets of Baal they begin to worship and call call on the God uh, that they were worshipping. Uh, and uh, the Bible says that there was no fire. Uh, and after a long while, uh, about the time of the late sacrifice, uh, the, uh, the evening sacrifice, uh, Elijah says, it's my turn now. Uh, and he built that. Uh, the Bible tells us he rebuilt the altar of God that was broken down. You see, there is evidence uh, of what they had forsaken. The uh, he rebuilt the altar of God uh, that was broken down uh, and when he rebuilt it uh, then he said dig a trench around it uh, and he put water uh, around that trench uh, amen uh, and when he built uh, that uh, the scripture lets us know uh, uh, that when he built it uh, uh, there was a reason why it was built and why the purpose was uh, as it happened uh, amen uh, There's a lot of things that have significance in this passage and in this story. But when the scripture says that he dug that trench and he Put water in that trench, and he soaked the sacrifice, and he soaked the wood, and he soaked the stones, and then after it was done, all these people are watching, they're probably thinking, what is going on, and what is about to happen? I think somehow that Elijah, if he was close, as he began to pray the short prayer he was praying, he was backstepping all the time, because he knew that fire was about to fall. And the Bible says that when he prayed that prayer, the scripture says that the the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust and licked up the water that was in the trench. I'm going to tell you, if you're thinking like I think, firemen use water to put fire out. Amen. But God can say, I'll make water become whatever it is it needs to be. In this time, it's going to be combustible. I'll let it burn if it has to. I'll just take it and consume it in a moment. Even water can't put this fire out. Oh, friend, when you face the inevitable things that can come against the blessing that God's put in your life you understand one thing keep the praises going up keep believing God don't turn to the world you just keep praising God because the Lord can turn whatever it is that would put your fire out he can make it burn even brighter God can do whatever he has to do somebody say amen and the Bible says when all the people saw it they fell on their faces and And they said, the Lord, he is the God. The Lord, he is the God. And a nation has turned back to God. Because of a man that took a stand. And the scripture says that the prophets of Baal met their demise that day. But Elijah said to Ahab, He said, get thee up, eat, and drink. He said, for there's a sound of abundance of rain. Now, you may think, where is this rain? He didn't say it looks like rain. He said it's the sound. He didn't say it looks like rain. How many ever heard you? You ever say that? Look at those clouds. It looks like rain to me. Oh, no, 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 no. As a matter of fact, when you read and study this, it was a clear sky. Is I hear the sound of rain. Ah, not just any rain. Abundant rain. You better get yourself ready. You better eat and drink something. You better get ready. No clouds. No wind. Woo! Praise God. But when God's ready. Oh, the Bible tells me in Acts 2. And when the sound. Amen. Suddenly there came a sound. A sound from heaven. As of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. There appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. And tongues uh, uh, like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. They began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit of God gave them utterance. Whoo, hallelujah. There was a sound, no clouds, no wind, but he heard a sound. So Ahab went up to eat and drink, and Elijah went up to the top of Carmel, cast himself down upon the earth and put his face between his knees and he said to his servant go up now look toward the sea he said go up now look toward the sea and he went up and looked and said there is nothing and the bible says he said go again 7 times i don't know i don't know If the punctuation is proper. I don't know. If it's. He said go again. Seven times. Or if he said go seven times again. Just keep on going. But I can tell you. He just kept saying go again. Because I hear something. I hear something. And I'm looking for it. I'm expecting it. I'm believing it. Some of us get discouraged when we don't see it. When we don't see it, when I don't feel it. I'm going to tell you, by faith, you can hear something. By faith, you can say, I'm connecting to something. I've there's something in the spirit world. I I, I feel like there's something taking place. I'm I'm telling you, I, I believe there's something that's taking place uh, in, the, in the spirit world uh, that says there's about to be a revelation uh, that's going to sweep our world. Uh, I believe it, and I think the church ought to be ready. Uh, I think you need to be, oh, this is not a time to sit down and do nothing and say this is the end of the road. No, my friend, we're uh, about to see the greatest outpouring. The greatest of the end of the church is going to be the greatest. It's going to be the lighter rain. It's going to be greater than the former rain. There's going to be amazing things that's going to happen in our day. And the Bible says it came to pass at the seventh time that he said this is the servant now. He said behold there riseth a little cloud out of the sea like a man's hand. <laughs> and he said, go up, say to Hera, Ahab, prepare thy chariot and get thee down that the rain stop thee not. Did you hear what he said? He said, there ariseth a, 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 a little cloud. Now most would not notice even a little cloud. But when it hasn't rained for over three years, a little cloud is a big sign. Amen. You hearing what I'm saying? I'm telling you, it was the sound of a. Abundance of rain when he looked at that clear sky. But when the servant comes back and he says, I I just saw a little cloud. I just saw something. It's just a little cloud about the size of a man's hand. That's nothing to get excited about. I've been around weather. I'm a meteorologist. I've got a degree. And You can just stay there. It's just going to pass over. Chance of rain, 2% but here's the prophet saying buddy you better grab more than an umbrella you better get you a John boat because you're going to be needing it to get off this mountain there's something about to happen amen there's an abundance of rain that's about to take place I'm telling you you may feel like you may sit there in a judgmental attitude and say I don't see nothing happening I don't see how it can happen but on the other hand there's somebody says I got a hold of something I got a hold of God I got a hold of a sound. I've heard something and it stirs my spirit and it stirs my heart and I'm believing that God is on my side. We're going to see a great move of the Holy Ghost. There's going to be a mighty outpouring. There's something that's going to take place. Woo, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You want to clap your hands to the Lord. I do not, I do not stand here and tell the blessings of finances and things that have come to people and blessings uh, of abundance of things that have come to people uh, things that were unexpected things that was more than they uh, could imagine uh, amen that they have shared with me uh, this affirmation that we read uh, uh, on most Sundays before the offering uh, when you uh, read that uh, I know it's easy to say why are we reading this because that's something that it, it doesn't really happen that way you can sit there and feel like uh, I'm not going to get involved. I, I just don't believe that kind of stuff. Uh, or you can say, you know what? Uh, I hear a sound. Uh, I really think I'm going to do this. Uh, I might just be the leper sitting on the outside in desperation. But I serve a God that if I take a risk on him, he can back me up and he can help me. I can tell you that again and again and again throughout this past year, I've had people come up and say, Pastor, pastor, you won't believe it. I have been blessed. I have been abundantly blessed. Amen. God has been good to me. Amen. They don't get up and gloat about it. They don't get up and rub it in your face. They're just saying, I'm thanking God for his blessing. And I'm telling you, my friend, I have seen it again and again and again. I've come to tell somebody if you are in a place to where you're desperate, if you feel like the man that says I'm at the end of the line, if you feel like somebody says, I'm looking at a clear blue sky and I need rain. I've come to tell somebody there's a sound. If you just listen to the sound, there's a sound of rain, there's a sound of angels, there's a sound of armies that's gonna fight for you and they will be there on your behalf. Somebody ought to say, Amen, hallelujah. Clap your hands to the Lord. Hallelujah. How great is our God? How great is our God? Where's my music? I'm looking. Where's my music? Praise God. Oh, it's over here. Praise God. Amen. And so, Elijah, Elijah, what have you done? I have, I have heard a sound and all I see is just a little cloud right now. It's the size of a man's hands. It's a, it's like a man's hand. And he said, go tell Ahab, get ready and get off this mountain. And it came to pass in the meanwhile that the heaven, whoo, listen, was black with clouds and wind. Now I'm going to ask you, when do you think you'd get the faith it was going to rain? When you're looking at a little cloud, Elijah even saw it before the little cloud. He says, I hear rain. He says, I hear rain. You better get yourself ready. You better get yourself ready. There's something about to happen. Yeah. I believe it when I see it. I read to you in the first passage of Scripture that I read to you. I read to you concerning what Elisha said. He said, hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord. Tomorrow. About this time. Prices are going to drop for the abundance that's in the market. Right now there's scarcity and you can't afford it. Because you don't have the ability to. And the Bible says in 1 Kings 7 and 2, Then a Lord on whose hand the king leaned, he was one of his advisors, answered the man of God. I can see him. He's kind of (laughs) like, Behold, if the Lord would make windows in heaven, might this thing be and Elijah turned to him and he said behold you'll see it with your eyes but you won't eat thereof he was standing in the gate that day and when those lepers had entered that camp and they were look everybody's gone and guess what Somebody left the food right here. It's all cooking. They just look like they left in a hurry. You know, as hungry as I am, you're not going to keep me away from that. Hello, I'm eating everybody. I I don't like that one. I like this one. Oh, this is better. They're like the three little bears, you know. Goldilocks. The three bears. Wasn't the three little bears, was it? It was the three bears. Mama bear. Papa Bear Baby Bear Take your choice What is it Fits you fine And they just uh, They picked up some gold And they picked up things Man we're doing all right today Ain't nobody stopping us And it hit them What are we doing with all this good news And not running back and telling everybody about it And so they went back You know lepers aren't welcome Hello yeah, what's going on? We just been down at the camp of this series, Beltsburg, <laughs> and we just ate. What you say? I said we just ate the best meal. They're all gone. What? And they left everything. Did you hear that? Word got out fast. People's coming running out of their houses. They're starving. They're They're 40 pounds thinner than they was when they started this thing. They're running though. And guess who's in the gate? And they don't care who's in the way. They're just running over him. And he was trampled in the gate. He saw it. But he didn't partake of it. I believe there's a sound this morning. I believe there's a sound if you'll listen to it. I believe there's a... When you need rain, there's clear blue sky, and you're needing rain. Things have been burned up. I need some help. Somebody help me. We need something desperate here. I hear a sound. Is that what it started? It all started with the sound. I'm preaching to somebody this morning. There's a sound that God's wanting to give you. And you need to unplug your ears. You need to listen to it. It's not just a natural sound. But it is something you're going to hear with your spirit. You're going to hear it with your heart. God's going to speak to you. It's the sound of blessing. It's the sound of God's goodness. It's the sound of what God's been wanting to do for you. But he's got you in a place finally where if you'll hear him. And stop trying to fix it yourself. Stop trying to feel like I can do this on my own. You can't do it on your own. God wants to bless you in a mighty way. He wants to bless you. Would you stand with me? Praise God. I feel like this morning that God wants to bless somebody, somebody that's been desperate for something and you don't know what to do. You may be in a place where you've lost hope. I can tell you that you're amongst people that found hope. You're amongst people that found God's blessing and God's goodness. It's all right. It's all right. It's not the end for you. Now you can come running to him. Again and again through the scripture, you find people in desperation turning to God. And guess what? God was there to lift them up and to help them. How many ever felt that way? Did you ever feel like God reached down in the midst of your despair and picked you up? When you was about at the end of the road? When you felt like, I can't make this anymore? That's all right. Amen. Because it's not the end. There's still hope for you. There's still breath in you. You can still do it. His name was Brother Finette. Brother Finette was the president of Gateway College for a while, and he told this story. He told about going into, by invitation, to a young boy. He was a maybe a teenager, and he had lost hope. He did not have the will to thrive. He had lost hope to survive and he was in a deep depression and he was laying on a bed. Family invited him in and he came in. He thought, man, I tried to talk to him. The boy just wouldn't, wouldn't even look up at him. He wouldn't even acknowledge him. He said, this is deep. Is there hope for this boy? He began to tell the story. He created a scenario to him. He said, The game is tied. The bases are loaded. And you're up to bat. He said, The call is three balls. And two strikes. You've got one more swing. What are you going to do with it? The boy turned his head and he said, I'd swing. He says, I knew when he said that there was still something in him. I knew there was something that would try one more time. I knew there was something, he says, I kept talking because I knew there was effort. I knew there was something inside of it. I've come to tell you this morning, if you're under the sound of my voice, it's because there's a reason within you that says I haven't give up yet. I'm in this fight. Amen. I may be at the end by a lot of means, and a lot of people may not see much hope in me, but there's one more thing I'm going to do. I'm going to walk through the doors into that church house this morning because I'm going to give God a chance. I'm going to get a risk on him. I'm going to show up because I hear a sound. No one else hears it, but I hear it and I believe my blessing
4: is right hear me and
5: I'm going to call on him if you feel that way this morning why don't you make your way to the front with me I want us to close this together I wonder who would step up here and say I still have a sound it's in my ear it's in my spirit it's in my heart nobody else sees any reason for me they don't say I've lost everything I feel like I'm at the end of the road some have lost their family some have lost their jobs some have lost their health But I've come to tell you that God has not lost faith in you. Amen. He still believes there's hope for you. And there's a reason why you're here
4: today.
5: There's a reason why you're listening today. There's a reason why. It's because God is working it out in your life. And he's give a sound. I want if you just lift your hands to him and just begin to worship him hallelujah, I love you Jesus, I love you Jesus, I love you Jesus I love you Jesus, I love you Jesus <laughs> hallelujah, 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 hallelujah God, I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise. I come against the feeling of despair. I come against the feeling of hopelessness. I come against the feeling of depression. I come against that feeling of emptiness. I've come against that feeling of famine. I've come against that feeling of loss. I've come against it in the name of Jesus. I've on the name of Jesus over it. I call on the name of Jesus over their life. I call the name of Jesus over their home. I call the name of Jesus uh, over their hearts today, uh, over their minds today, uh, over their bodies in Jesus' name. Uh, I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing right now. Hallelujah. 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 They said that Columbus was a story that I'd heard. Columbus had set sail with the boats. Those ships If you ever saw a replica of it, you'd know how small they were. And they traveled together and they reached a place where the wind was still. And they just sat there. And they were desperate because they were using resources and they weren't moving. And they said, what are we going to do? You didn't have a boat, motor, you could fire up and move on. But they said, this is what we're going to do. They said those sailors knew how to tie those sails in a way that the slightest breeze would push it forward. Make it so it's sensitive. Make it so that it moves. And when they did that, they began to move ever so slowly. But finally, it began to go forward. The wind began to blow again. I feel like this morning... Somebody just needs to lift those sails. And you need to say, God, I'm going to be sensitive to you. I haven't felt you in so long, but I just believe that the wind's going to blow in my life again. I'm believing that the presence of God is going to come my way again. I'm lifting those sails. I'm lifting my hands to you. I'm praising you anyhow. I'm going to worship you anyhow. You cannot sit
4: there and die.
5: You can't do that leper man. You can't do that because there's nothing inside. There's nothing anywhere else. But if you just take a risk this morning and take that walk down that lane and say, "God, are you going to be with me?" He'll be with you. Oh, let's pray. Would you do that? Jesus, I come to you. In the name of the Lord, I come to you. Oh, you're able in the name of Jesus. You're able in the name of Jesus. You're able in the name of Jesus. Oh, I give you praise for you're a mighty God, a mighty God, a mighty God. Oh, I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise. You're everything I need in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Lay your hand on your neighbor's shoulder. Let's pray for one another. Father, in Jesus' name, I'm giving you praise. I've given you praise. I'm giving you the Lord. Praise the Lord. We have some children to baptize this morning. Amen. And we're believing God for a blessing in their life. Mary's family. Amen. Believe in the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. What a great God. I know our, uh, our children, we've had several that's been wanting to and we've been explaining and our workers have been working with them. We've been having uh people at home working with them, explaining to them about the importance of repentance and to be baptized in Jesus' name and what it all is. So we have some children to be baptized this morning. Praise the Lord. Can you say amen? amen. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. What a great God we serve. Brother Eric, would you dismiss us in prayer, my friend? Amen to God. God bless you. Greet one another in Jesus' name.
2: Go, oh, baby. do <laughs>